0: This is Wednesday, February 24th, and it's our morning prayer. I have to say I was happy when I received the letter in the mail from our bank. It said that the debt obligations for our mortgage had been completely satisfied. I wanted to frame this letter. I wondered what would happen if I lost it. Could I prove I no longer owe that immense sum of money? I remember years ago the the shock of signing the loan documents. When we first bought our home. We were promising to pay more money than I could imagine. We'd never leveraged ourselves like that before. Would we be able to follow through? Here's our text for today. When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins Having canceled the charge of our legal indebtedness, which stood against us and condemned us, he has taken it away, nailing it to the cross. That's Colossians 2, verse 13 to 14. Now, Scripture speaks about another debt loan that hangs over every person's head it's the debt we owe to God as reflected in the law. Now, no one needs to tell us that we fall short, that we don't measure up. We carry in our memories a list of missteps and failures. We're intimately aware of our inability to get our lives together. It's a law debt as described here by Paul, the apostle of Jesus. It's the reminder like those monthly statements that my debt has not been paid. But it's more than that it is the feeling that I am always in arrears, and I always have been. It is this awareness of my condition and status that creates all kinds of strategies for recovery, for self-improvement, for anything that can take away the sense of unworthiness, the debt. Paul says elsewhere that it's a trap, but it is also a trap we cannot free ourselves from. Then the unimaginable happens. Jesus steps forward and He takes our debt. Jesus took it to the cross. He nailed it to the cross, really, taking it from me, settling it once and for all, and leaving me debt-free. It's like the letter from the bank explaining that the debt has been paid in full, except I didn't pay a thing to settle it. Literally, Jesus paid it all. Now, Paul says that that debt stood against us. It condemned us, And likely, you know the feeling of condemnation. All of us do. We can see it in our own self-recriminations, our own self-hatred, that has come from not living the life we know we were made to live. It comes from being ashamed of my weakness, and also from carrying a history, a, a track record of my sin. It's all there. And then in the cross, it's all gone. It no longer stands against me. This, Paul says, is the way God made us alive in Christ. He sets us free from the trap of our own performance treadmill. The undertow dragging us toward despair no longer has a grip on me. It's God's forgiveness, full and free. This is where I now stand. The letter is in my hand. Everything is covered. It's gone, really. My record is clear. My status is changed. I am home free. But Paul tells us there was a cost. Though I didn't pay for it, I can look at the cross and see it there. I can see Jesus dying for my freedom, and I hear in his words the declaration of this truth. It is finished. Now, I need to get honest here before we finish up. The letter from my bank did arrive, but the truth is the loan was cleared because I refinanced my home. I had another loan from another lender. I had new monthly statements and a new dread with the debt. But it's not this way for us in Jesus. We may go back and mortgage ourselves to the hilt, but when the sun sets you free, you will be free indeed. His cross cancels our indebtedness, past, present, and future. And this is the freedom we live in each day. Let's pray. Lord God, there are times when I feel the weight of what stands against me. Help me to see that Jesus has settled my debt. Jesus has given to me freedom and great joy. Cause my joy to be complete Thank you for your patience, your mercy that sustained me. Give me hope each day, for in Jesus I pray, amen.